0: Again, I am Brad,
1: here with Doug. Hey.
0: For some reason, we're back yet again <laughs> talking about more Dark Souls. If, you did, if I
1: did this for every JRPG you play, <laughs> I guess maybe, we're talking about another turn-based anime game. <laughs> maybe, but I feel like
0: those are like there's enough like inner, inner stuff in between there that mm-hmm. that's not the case like i think we just i feel yeah. like we did Elden ring and there's anywhere we're up to dark souls 3 so we're about at the yeah. end i gotta imagine of just talking about yeah. dark souls yeah. week after week so doug not me of course yes. went through and played dark souls 3 um yeah. again just the timeline here you played Elden ring and went man i like souls games and then you played dark yep. souls and went man i like Elden ring and then <laughs> now we're at dark souls 3 you skipped two correct
1: yeah, I skipped two. Two's, two is, at this point, the only one I haven't beaten.
0: Okay, and you never beaten three before up until, like, a few I hours ago? I actually had,
1: and it was actually one of the first things we'd recorded for this, um, and I think the reason I want to record this again is because this is probably the biggest turnaround I think I've ever had on a game. Um, when I first played it, I largely did not enjoy it, and anytime I do my Souls rankings, it's, like, way down at the bottom. <laughs> it's, like just above Sekiro, i was like i kind of enjoyed dark souls <laughs> 3 but i think this 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 turned out to be even when i say like one of my favorite souls game it's still like fourth on the list but it's like a good four now <laughs> it's like a good fourth <laughs> on the list now um it's fourth yeah it's okay. yeah yeah um i i i think this this game how do i start this Dark Souls Three requires you play Dark Souls One, and I did not know that the first time I played Dark Souls Three. It has a three in the title. I, was I just say, assumed that's normally what those
0: numbers mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I just kind of assumed that, like people are like, oh, the Souls games are kind of separate, and you know, so on and so forth. So I, I had kind of assumed that this was also going to be separate, um, and that's just not the case. Um, Dark Souls Three, it it basically took everything from dark souls one and brought it to its logical conclusion Um, to kind of, kind of explain just the basis of dark souls three and why just, just as a just borderline baseline game is just really, really cool. So in dark souls one, the whole world basically is this horrible desolate land fire comes fire is essentially kind of like, think of like, and God said there was light Mm -hmm. in this world. God said there was fire. So there's a fire and then all life spawned from that fire dark souls one the fire is fading we have to go relight the fire so civilization can continue which is like kind of neat and then the good the good ending is you link the fire and you know civilization continues and the bad ending is you put the fire out and then you know civilization disappears for a long time it's ages of darkness and it's 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 clearly the bad ending Mm -hmm. um but in this world it's
0: do they canonize either of one of those like is one obviously canon one's not
1: they canonized that it didn't matter, um, <laughs> and it, which is kind of cool. So what happens yeah. is when there's a world of darkness, what happens is eventually more lights, more fire begins. And then it like, then it, it basically, if you relight the fire, it continues the civilization. If you let it go to darkness, it basically resets everything. And then the fire comes back again. And then suddenly you're, okay, we're back. There's more fire, more life, <laughs> so on and so forth. But the thing that's really cool about this one is that... In the canon of Dark Souls 3, since you relit the bonfire in Dark Souls 1, or it doesn't matter, <laughs> when it started, they kept relighting and relighting and relighting and relighting. So the bosses that you fight in this game are the people who also had relit in the flame, who had also gone on their own Dark Souls adventure. Oh, that's
0: kind
1: of cool. Yeah. Um, and what's happened is, is that after all these characters they were resummoned back to life to get, to make sure to give somebody you know this air to the fire to go relink it once again mm-hmm. and it's been relinked like thousands of times so the world because what's happened when you know you relight a fire it's this big explosion of fire yeah. but what's happened it's gone on too many times so the world's just covered with ash and like it just can't keep relighting like you, it's like they make it very clear in the game it's like we can't keep doing this the society that we're even continuing isn't great the people here are suffering, so just because we've decided to continue civilization for so long, it's inadvertently created all this suffering. And then the people that they resummon back to life, the people who had previously linked the fire, they don't want to help relight it, <laughs> and they each have their own reasons for not wanting to relight it. Quick editor's note, these characters are called the Lords of Cinder. I never explained that to Brad, and thus some confusion later on. <laughs> so the characters trying to relight the, who had relit the, the fire previously are called the Lords of Cinder. So it was kind of cool because the whole Dark Souls 1 was like, oh, we have to do it. That's the good ending. The good ending is is relighting the bonfire. And then in this one, it just slowly gives more and more reason. And I get it, the logical conclusion. I'm going to get into spoilers for sure, because um, I think that's what makes this game cool. Um, the logical conclusion that I had come to, because you do get that choice kind of at the end, yeah. you know, are you going to relight the fire or the, to me, the logical conclusion was like, this society just needs to end. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was Says the and it's, beginning it's, of every super
0: villain ever.
1: <laughs> exactly. But that's the thing that's so cool. It's because it's like the entire world is in mourning. The entire world is just, it's like when you fight these characters, they make it very clear. Like this is not them in their prime. This mm-hmm. is them just like whatever. And each each like lore, they have their own like interesting reasons for for having done it. Um, and I just really like that where it seemed like the logical conclusion was. So it's the it's the exact opposite of what Dark Souls One was. Mm-hmm. Where Dark Souls One like the world of darkness like that's the bad one, and this one it's like actually you know that that, that kind of makes good. sense. Yeah. So, it's kinda cool because some of the yeah, sorry, what were you gonna say?
0: So I guess my my question here is your your change of pace or your change of mind in this, is it purely contextualized because you played the first one now? Is that what's is that like the big like light bulb moment for why this is good? Is like all the con- context you were missing from the first one and getting all of this? Yeah.
1: Yes, just even the basic, just like how the cycles work within Dark Souls. And then this one also because <laughs> it's kinda cool because in you don't know how many times it's been reset since whatever happened in Dark yeah. Souls One happened, but they insinuate it's been like thousand times but the thing that's kind of fun is like society's never really gotten that much farther Mm -hmm. um and the cool callbacks is like when you see something from dark souls 1 it's like just an old decrepit ruin which is already decrepit ruin in dark souls 1 but like it's it's really neat there's there's a part that i I don't want to i I guess i'm if i'm making full spoilers i mean why not because you don't care (laughs) um (laughs) no i very much and people (laughs) who um but it's really cool coming upon a place like if in so for example in dark souls one there's this one place called anor londor it's like the golden capital and when you get there now not only is it decrepit it's been taken over by this thing called the devourer Mm -hmm. um that has eaten the gods that were there before. <laughs> so like these gods that you would come upon to meet in Anor Londor, he just ate them like a yeah. hundred years ago or something like that. So his boss is this weird amalgamation of all these, like what you could just assumed were invincible gods. Yeah, It's like, Oh no, this guy just ate them. Um, <laughs> and it's, and it's and like the Lord's of cinder too. They're not good people. There's like one who's kind of good, but they just kind of say that it's like, these these people or these beings, they were just strong enough. That's all. you That was all required to like restart the restart the world. It's just you just needed to be strong enough. So, for example, that one devourer guy is one of the lords of send who reset it, and he's just a horrible cannibal that just kept eating people and eating just stronger and stronger people and just became this black mass of goo that would just happened to be more powerful enough to do it. Um, one one of them is a giant, and the giants are generally hated in this in this um in this world and his description, like the reason he didn't even want to reset the fire was his whole purpose for resetting the fire was to save somebody he couldn't. And now he sees no point because he knows that everybody hates him anyway. So he's okay. like, why would I want to help reset it? Um, one of the other Lords of Cinder has basically just gone crazy and it's too busy. It's like in like one of the other Lords of Cinder, it was like a battalion of people mm-hmm. and the battalion of people was strong enough to do it. So it's cool. You have like all these like little stories that have, that have kind of happened along, along the, um, along the way. And it's neat. I think the way that it describes these stories, it definitely puts each... When you're going up to a Lord of Cinder, you're learning more and more in that one level. And then Mm -hmm. you go to the next Lord of Cinder, you're more and more and more in that one level just about that one guy. So it does a much better job, I think, of explaining kind of what's going on. I mean, you still need to read items and stuff, but I think it just does a much better job of not being so obscure that you can kind of figure out and kind of feel um, it. And there's just that that mood throughout the entire game is just this like... It's it's not I don't know if it's depressing but it's just like
0: that thing things that things are no, bad and we're living in it and it's not necessarily like a good or bad thing it's just this is this is the way things are.
1: Yeah, but there's just no hope. It's like <laughs> it it's not even like a depressing no hope that's what I mean, it's like kind melancholy. of like everybody's Yes. And everybody's just acknowledged that there's there's no way to save this place. But it's it's fun because the characters that you meet from the first game, they, like there's, they'll still back like, oh, yes, we're going to relight the fire. Oh, yeah, we're going re- to the, relight the fire. There's just these characters that their their whole thing was just, we're just going re- to relight the fire, and that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the back of your head, you know, it's like, I need to betray these guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, like I, that's what I ended up doing at the end was like, no, I'm going to call for the world of darkness. And it's a very solemn ending that felt like really really appropriate <laughs> and it wasn't it's funny because in the dark souls one when you choose the, the the dark ending um it does one of those what are those camera tilts in like old like old hitchcock movies where the camera tilts like the guy's like crazy as the oh, camera's yeah, yeah. like tilting I forget, it's, it's there's a term for it it even has that tilt in the dark souls one um but in the dark souls three ending there's just a character who does it along with you and they just kind of agree <laughs> that this is the way to go shake hands and, it's and let the world end <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just, I just loved, loved, loved how it, how it ended um, that way. And one of the cool things, um, one of the cool things again, just getting the ending. um, You end up going to this place where in Dark Souls one you would reset the flame the first time. It's like, oh, this is just the place they reset Mm -hmm. the flame. So you're gonna go there again, and it's just a giant pile of ash. Like they had just in the first game when you go there, it's happened one time, and everything has this kind of like. blown out glass because it was so hot like it created it made everything turn to glass but now because it's been blown out so many times it's just this giant infinitely tall mound of ash (laughs) that's been blown out way 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 too many times um it was cool too because some of the characters they referenced from dark souls one um the characters you thought were good guys turned out to like not be good guys (laughs) it's like later on um there's this one character called um big hat Joe it's like a really silly name The reason his name is Big Hat is because he has a big hat <laughs> um, Ah I see yeah. <laughs> Yes and, he's, and he's, a, he's a wizard And then you find out like the things That he had done after he would become Like this powerful wizard was like He had just like passed his lineage down To like these horrible monsters and let them Do all these like weird experiments under His watch and it's like oh that guy Turned out to be an asshole <laughs> um, This guy actually turned out to be good This guy turned out to be um, and so it's, it's just, I, I don't know. I just, I think, I think I just never played a game so melancholy. Um, mm-hmm. and it definitely felt weird coming from like a dark soul. I mean, I guess maybe not, but I feel like there's a sort of excitement in the old dark souls games of like, you're the good guy fighting the good fight yeah. and this one, you're just not. Um, so
0: it's part yeah. of, it's part of the, like, I guess the appeal now of dark souls three, seeing this world from like first, like, maybe reincarnation is the wrong word but first like reset to final like terminal point of the universe is that like where you're really getting this from because i guess in my mind you're like describing bosses and everything it's like okay well those would have been there like a lot of these story pieces would have been there the mood would have been there so i guess like is the new piece from when we initially reviewed this like five or six years ago to now is really that like origin point to terminal point and seeing that whole way in through is that where
1: yeah yeah and I, and I think i think i just didn't understand what the choices at the end of dark souls 3 um when i first played it like i just didn't, i didn't understand when i got the ending i got like i like didn't quite get what happened and like i didn't quite understand this how the cyclical nature of the world worked and i didn't know any of the characters at all and like and there's there's a lot of scenes where like you come upon a place that's like you should recognize this or you should recognize this tune or you should recognize this it's it's a game that's just has tons and tons and tons of callbacks. Yeah. Um, so if that's just completely lost on you, then you're just not gonna have. So,
0: so it's very much a game. Time. So it's very much a game for people who have played the whole series. It's not a. It's not a. We, we're welcoming you to jump in here. Let's fill you in the background. And I feel like Dark Souls kind of is known for not filling you in on the background unless you really try. So like now we're yeah. basing it off your already knowledge of the background to jump in on the game where we're not going to explain the background.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like Dark Souls one was like required reading, and I just <laughs> I just didn't know that. And I th- and I think that's funny. It's because like it's like Dark Souls three so a thousand years afterwards, and like yeah. it's a whole new cycle, so it doesn't really matter. You just need to know the basics, but it's like all of the really cool, neat callbacks, and you understand why this character looks like this character here mm-hmm. because what happened in Dark Souls one happened then. Um, it yeah, and I think I think that was just kind of a big one. So it, it felt like I think ultimately it felt like one of my favorite endings to a series um Mm -hmm. just because it just felt like i just love when you take like some sort of weird idea and just bring it to its logical conclusion of just like you can't keep doing this um and i just think that was just a really fun idea like to the fact where it's like it's such a neat way to close out the series it's like dark souls 4 like just does it doesn't even make sense in this universe anymore (laughs) (laughs) and maybe that would be a good
0: jumping in point
1: yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun, and it's and it's and you're, part of the thought, part of part of the thing I was thinking of this was the cyclical stuff. As these guys kept making Souls games, like between Dark, they made Dark Souls one, two, Bloodborne, and now three. And you're and I'm like, part of me is like wondering, like, is this commentary on them just like making Souls games for the rest of their lives? <laughs> <laughs> it's like he it has to end. you will, will never go back to Armored Core. I can't yeah. believe it. We're <laughs> stuck here. I just want to make Armored Core. Yeah. <laughs> it it just it just felt like such a good thing to like just like have people just like let go and i just feel like most games don't have such a final ending Mm -hmm. um and i just really really appreciate just the finality of it um which was which was just 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 a really really cool game and i'm trying to figure out like now with my like rankings like where where it floats into um but it's weird if i recommend this game it's like yeah everybody should play dark souls 3 by the way, you have to play Dark Souls 1, which is like kind of janky nowadays. <laughs> and then uh, once you get through all that, then you play this one, which is still not as good as Elden Ring or Bloodborne or Demon's Souls. But, <laughs> it's but also, you it. should play it. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah.
0: Nice. Well, I won't play it, but maybe no. you
1: should. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just fun that I was able to describe an entire series I know you'll never touch. I feel like most games that you play, it's like, I might play that. And yeah. then with Dark Souls, like nope. Nope.
0: It's not happening. <laughs> Sorry. I've tried. I've tried.
1: Yeah, well, I've tried. Yeah, luckily I'm done. I, I'm done at this point. I think I've played like three hundred hours of Souls games since I finished El- since like <laughs> Elden Ring was like hundred and thirty. <laughs> and then like twenty or thirty for Dark Souls one, and then maybe forty for that. So I've played like two hundred hours of Souls games. I think I'm I think I'm good on Souls until Bloodborne Two is announced. <laughs> <laughs> What about Neo? You ever played Neo? <laughs> I hated. It. I was not a... Neo. Neo. See now one you want to go back Neo... to it. Now you want to go back. No, 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 to it. no. My one comment on Neo is that the thing I like about Souls, like the combat, is like one very small piece in this large puzzle of why I like Souls. Neo has like the worst, like most least interesting, like setting. I just I don't care. Like when I was playing this game, I was like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And then with Dark Souls, it's like I just want to see the next. City, the next this, the <laughs> next that, and then Neo's just, like, I was just like this world just seems really boring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's usually the problem with one, with the most Souls like Souls games. <laughs> Souls, Souls good, Souls good. knockoff Souls,
0: boring. Got it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we are Workforce Gaming. You can subscribe to us wherever you're listening. Follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming, and we will see you later. Bye.